Welcome to the Sports Forecasters Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. This podcast has been created not to dwell and over-evaluate what has already happened in the sports world, but to predict and to forecast what has yet to come. From game picks to draft picks, and from trades to free agent signings, we will let you know what happens before it happens. Your hosts, Nick and Nate, will evaluate, study, and understand sports patterns, tendencies, and nuances to better prepare you on what to expect, just like Weatherman, but way more accurate. So if you like to pick games or you simply just want to be in the know before anybody else, you are in the right place. Enjoy the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Sports Forecasters. We're going to be looking at the Big Ten, the Big 12, the ACC, the SEC, the Big East, and the Pac-12, as well as our local conference in the Mid-American Conference, or known as the MAC Conference. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's take a look at who will be the conference tournament winner and runner-up. And to start things off, I'm going to start off with the conference that probably has the least interest besides people that live in the state of Ohio, Michigan, and Illinois, and that would be the MAC Conference. In the MAC Conference last season, Nathan and I had high hopes for Toledo and thought they could do a lot to succeed. And in their tournament, they did anything but. They fell flat on their face in a sense and missed March Madness because of it. This season, Toledo does come in as the number one seed in the MAC Conference, and in that conference, one wonders, Will they be able to learn from their mistakes and become more successful, or will history repeat itself? Toledo definitely has a considerable offense returning, and that was the thing they had last season. They really had that top-end basketball offense going for them, and it just didn't work out last season. And unfortunately, this season, there's a team clearly in their conference had one more conference loss than they did and end up with the second seed in the Kent State Golden Flashes. I believe Kent State's going to end up winning the MAC Conference. I do have Toledo making it to the final to face Kent State, but Kent State during the regular season has simply owned Toledo. I don't think it changes here in the tournament. Kent State have, will have a lot of confidence once they make it there and once Toledo makes it there or whoever they face, and I believe Kent State wins the MAC Conference. Moving on, Big Ten has definitely felt like a conference that's down from where they were last year. Last year, they had, I want to say, six to eight teams ranked coming into the Big Ten tournament. Right now, they have four teams ranked with two of them on the very low end of those ranks. What is it going to look like here? Well, Illinois' victory at the end of Sunday night over Iowa was a huge victory, to say the least. Earns them the number one seed and gets them on the other side of the two teams I think will be the biggest noisemakers here in the Big Ten tournament in Purdue and Wisconsin. Yes, I know Wisconsin's down a top scorer, but I think they are fundamentally sound and they're just a great, solid team. Illinois has the obstacle of trying to beat Iowa again, possibly Rutgers or making it through Michigan. Even though a lot of people want to write the eulogy for Michigan, I still believe they are a very dangerous team and they know, they know they need to make some noise here. They know they need to do something big to make to ensure themselves into March Madness. Michigan is going to come out swinging. They're going to be Indiana very easily. Illinois and Michigan, that matchup, to say the least, should be very interesting, which when you come into a conference tournament, every matchup on paper should be interesting, should have some parity, should have some familiarity with it. But for this one, 
Illinois has had Michigan's number, and even though they come in with a fire, I believe Illinois ends up taking care of them and advances on. Without going through too much of the tournament to hit some high points, Ohio State, even though on paper should beat whoever wins, Minnesota and Penn State, don't be surprised if they kind of falter. It's been their MO this season, these last four games. They've just been stumbling through teams, stumbling over teams that on paper they should be beating. That's a gift. I think Purdue just handles Ohio State, moves their way on to Wisconsin, who despite the loss of their top scorer, will face Purdue in the semifinal and that if that matchup comes to fruition, there will be some great basketball on display there. Purdue and Wisconsin, I believe the Boilermakers over this last month have really shown how great their offensive firepower can be. And I don't think that changes here in the Big Ten tournament, especially after just building up that momentum from Ohio, beating Ohio State. And I believe Purdue and Illinois end up meeting in the Big Ten championship with Purdue winning and Illinois being the runner up. The last time the top seed won was in 2019, where a seed second or lower has won it over the last four of those last five years. A second seed or lower has won the Big Ten tournament when they've had the Big Ten tournament. So I believe Purdue continues that trend and beats Illinois. I know three seed isn't much of a stretch, but I believe Purdue's bigs can slow them down and claim themselves a Big Ten tournament championship. Moving on to the ACC, a conference that's had a lot of talk in the headlines because of a legendary coach getting ready to hang it up, and everyone is anxious to see how the last ride goes. Coming into this tournament, your top four seeds are surefire in the big dance. Wake Forest and West Virginia are trying to make some noise heading into it, but in the end, I think you're going to see a rematch of Coach K's last home game and where Duke and North Carolina played each other. I think it boils down to where those two teams end up seeing each other. North Carolina is playing outstanding basketball. Duke has been solid throughout the year, been playing great basketball, maybe on the loins of their coach's final year, and they want to be that team that pushes over. Either way, the pick's not based purely off the nostalgia of what the coach has been able to accomplish. It's based off how Duke has been playing this season, and I believe Duke wins the ACC with North Carolina being your runner-up this upcoming season. Moving on to the Big 12. Big 12 has been a team that has four great teams in it with Kansas, Baylor, last year's champ, last year's March Madness champ, I should say, Texas Tech and Texas. Texas Tech has definitely been a surprise. They can go through their lulls, but they have done a great job of having their first year coach and finding success with that. For me, looking at this tournament, it's hard to go against Kansas in this one. Kansas has the only coach that has won this tournament, and just the Jayhawks have looked really good. Not that Baylor hasn't. Baylor has done well, but I think the road for Baylor is just a bit tougher than what Kansas has to go against to get to the finals. And I think Kansas ends up beating Baylor in the end. Yeah, that's a bit of a chalk pick, but Texas Tech, just their offensive, their offensive inconsistencies make me shy away from thinking they can be a legitimate threat to Baylor. Baylor is just a sound team. And if you can't stay sound on your side of the ball, you're not going to be a quality team like Baylor. So I think Baylor and Kansas end up facing each other in the end with Kansas winning it. Kansas has won it eight times with Coach Self, and I think they get their ninth one here with Kansas winning the Big 12 over Baylor. Jumping all the way back to the East Coast, we're going to go to the Big East. Big East has provided a fun stretch here. We have Providence and we have Providence entering as a charter member of the league. 
and winning the regular season title in their first season as a charter member, or and winning the regular season title as a charter member in this and winning the regular season title as a charter member in this conference. Then you have UConn, who has had somewhat of a rise of prominence again, being a team that many have considered as a contender in this tournament. And then you have Villanova, who ends up being the second seed in this, which seems kind of strange for them, considering their past years of success. Last season, we saw the shocking rise of Georgetown. I don't believe that happens again this year. I know last year that was neat to see Georgetown and I fell in to their whole momentum thing going to the March Madness and it bit me. But Georgetown doesn't make noise. You don't get a team like that this season in the Big East. Xavier is a team that really needs to make a run here, but their last few games have not provided a great deal of momentum to give a lot of confidence. Seton Hall is going to take care of Georgetown very easily. So looking at Providence, how will they fare against presumably Xavier? And I think Providence does a great job. Their conference record isn't a joke. It was an accident. I think they can do very well and make it very far into this. UConn and Villanova will be the two teams that are really going to determine this conference, in my opinion. The winner of their matchup is going to win the Big East, with Providence being the second-place team, in my opinion. So which team ends up winning? I'm going to go with the team that's been the most consistent over these last few years. Maybe a better tournament team than a bit than a conference team in Villanova. I think Villanova ends up winning the Big East with Providence winning by virtue of being on the other side of the bracket and not having to face either of these teams for the Big East tournament. Moving on to the Pac-12 conference where we had UCLA make a terrific March Madness run, as well as several other teams in the Pac-12 where Nobody, myself included, saw happening. In the Pac-12, though, their conference tournament history doesn't suggest a whole lot of parity to it. Four out of the last five years, your one or two seed has made it to the conference finals. Will that trend continue? Three out of those five years, it was the one and the two seed making it to the finals. So does the Pac-12 continue that trend, or do they set their new precedents where they have the three and the five seed continue on, where many of the conference have, most of the conference have their mid-seeds moving on? Looking at this, UCLA, Arizona are the favorites, in my opinion, going into this conference. There isn't a lot to stand in their way of being the best team in their side of it. USC being the lone exception on the one side of the bracket. Arizona, because of them being the number one seed, I, I'm not seeing a whole lot that frightens me for their bracket, for them not to make the finals. But with that being said, I feel like Oregon has just been too inconsistent for them to be too much of an obstacle. If Arizona State beats Stanford, that'll be a great rivalry game where anything can happen in a rivalry game. So all bets are off there, but my money would be on Arizona making it to the final on their side where UCLA, USC will have a battle in a sense, but UCLA, the preseason favorite, will make it to the final. And in the end, I'm going to go with Arizona on this one. Even though UCLA has been the team that has had more success these last few weeks and going into season was well thought of. I just feel like they've lost a bit too much and I don't think they've rebounded or quite found themselves yet. March Madness may be a different story, but I think for the Pac-12, you will get your one and two matchup again. But in the end, I think one claims victory over two 
with Arizona winning. Next, we move on to SEC, where this conference looks to be the conference that has, on paper, the most teams entering into March Madness. Now, what will that transpire? What will that be for the SEC tournament? I think a great tournament. I think a fantastic tournament. If you have time to watch this tournament, all the tournaments are going to have great matchups, but I think this one just is going to be from the quarterfinals to the final outstanding basketball played by many of the teams here. This one was very difficult to look at and try to pick and try to go through and try to dissect on who can succeed, who's going to have the best run, who's going to come up with a run. You have Arkansas, a team that looked very good early on this season, has hung around there and stuck around through the majority of the season. Auburn has been the lead dog through most of the season with Kentucky right on their heels. It's just been a very great conference at the top. What we're looking at the tournament here is what has consistency shown? What has the trend shown? And the trend has shown that if you're lower than a four seed out of four years, a four seed or higher has made it to the finals. And so for me, that leaves me with four selections to pick from four teams that I want to make sure that I'm picking correctly. You've had your one and three in 2021, 2019 have been the 5 and the 3, 2018 the 4 and the 2, and 2017 the 1 and the 3. Looking at this conference, do I go straight chalk or do I look at something different? Now, I'm going to look at something different here, and it's just going to be mostly a gut kind of pick. I'm going to have Tennessee going against Kentucky with Kentucky edging out Tennessee. They've they flipped wins. With Kentucky getting the early win and Tennessee winning later, I know Tennessee's been on a bit of hot streak. I'm going to say Kentucky ends up getting it done and edges out a win against Tennessee. Auburn versus Arkansas, calling an upset here. I think Arkansas ends up being Auburn, not because Arkansas has looked particularly well, but because Arkansas has. And then we have Auburn facing Arkansas. Arkansas has been doing a good job of winning these close gritty games against quality teams. And I think that experience sets them up to be in a prime position to be Auburn, to knock down that number one seed and get themselves into the SEC championship. I'm going to say Arkansas makes it to the SEC championship to face Kentucky. So when you have Kentucky versus Arkansas, and for me it's what team is less likely to flounder through key stretches Kentucky has shown through multiple occasions that they can work themselves through bad moments. Not to say they won't have any, not to say it couldn't happen. I believe Kentucky is going to end up winning because they can work themselves through those key stretches when they're floundering and find themselves having the best composure. And I think that's going to help them rise above it all and be, it's going to help them rise above and be the SEC champion. So, not a lot of parody with my picks, but I really tried to I really tried to look through the history of these, and so I'm just going to run through them real quick. For the MAC, I believe Kent State wins. Big Ten, Purdue, ACC. I think Coach K gets one more victory, so Duke wins theirs. Big Twelve, I have Kansas. SEC, I'm going to go on. I'm going to go with Kentucky. Pac-12, hoping Arizona doesn't let me down. I'm going to go with them, and then for the Big East, I have Villanova winning it. 
And those are my picks for the conference tournament. Hopefully that helps you out if you're having some indecision or any thoughts about where you should go with it. A lot of my picks were based off conference history or trends within the regular season just to see how things have went. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and stop here. And then we'll have our normal episode on Friday as we take a look at how these conference tournaments have transpired and what it looks like for my initial picks and to see do I need to adjust my forecasting? Did something change along the way? And we'll see how that goes. If you would, leave me your picks for these conferences and see how we line up. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Sports Forecasters. I'm Nick Alvarez, and we'll see you next time.